Big questions, even bigger guests. This is the big interview. Good day and welcome to the SL podcast. The race for the CAF presidency seems to be drawing to a close with South African billionaire and Mamelodi Sundown's owner Patrice Mutipe looking all set to take the reins of the controlling body for African Association football. South African football fans are rightfully excited about the news, but we've decided to take a look at what this means for both local and continental football and hear from supporters themselves about what they think he should do in this new position. I'm your host, Slu, and this is The Big Issue. Last week, Senegal FA boss Augustine Senghor, Jacques Anuma from the Ivory Coast, as well as Ahmed Yaya from Mauritania, all had a meeting with Gianni Infantino, the current president of FIFA, who had guaranteed them all places in the CAF hierarchy, meaning they could all unite behind mining billionaire businessman Patrice Mutipe. This means that Mutipe's only competition would have been Ahmed Ahmad, who was banned by FIFA from all football activities for five years and deemed ineligible to run for the re-election by the CAF Ethics Committee. Despite Ahmad's appeal of this decision being upheld, meaning his sentence is reduced from five to two years, and the fact that Yaya and Anuma hadn't officially withdrawn, Mutipe is primed to take over the role as president on Friday, essentially unopposed. It's a remarkable rise to power considering Mutipe has never held a position at CAF or even SAFA, but with so much controversy surrounding CAF recently and over the past few decades no less, a change in the governing body was and is clearly needed. African football fans are well aware of the corruption which has existed in continental football competitions at both club and national level. Furthermore, they raised concerns as to the state of women's football as well and the state of youth football development on the continent. Take a listen to some of our supporters club members discussing what they believe should be top of his list of things to change when it comes to the continental footballing landscape. First of all, we must congratulate him to be the first South African president in the CAF, but uh, he needs to root out the corruption. Uh, hopefully, he stabilizes Amalik, was Africa, and, and, and helps to take Africa Cup of Nations to another level. And also, Amal CAF Confederation Games next I think Patrice Mutsipe uh, is a good leader. You must empower women's football so that uh, it can be taken seriously. They must have a league uh, all over African countries. So women's, our national teams must be well taken care of. Even the gap between Western and North African countries, uh, there's always a gap between these African countries because CAF always favors a North and a Western. So multiple must make sure that there's fair play in all. We have got uh, these feelings. The other one is a South African, I feel proud. And for Mr. Mutipe going to be the first Southern CAF president, it, it, it makes me feel very special and grateful, you see. But on the other side, knowing Mr. Mutipe, back here from uh, home as a football administrator, you know, I've got a problem because he's a media allergic. You've got the phobia of, um, of talking to media, addressing them. But on this case, you want someone who will be there, who will be able to go and answer an account and talk to the media and be asked questions and not be arrogant and put his status forward. You see, that's the problem of God, the only problem of God with Mr. Mutipe. 
I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but he's a very good guy. He, he has transformed sundowns. And I know he, he can transform the calf. But my problem, he must be able to talk to the media because he's not talking to the media. He's addressing us, the supporters. He's addressing us, the stakeholders of football. And I'm very happy that at least now, things will change. Our, our teams will be treated equally. There will be some fairness in our footballing camp and even in, in our associations. And even I think even at FIFA, we'll be able to be recognized, be taken serious. We're going to have a word there at FIFA. And we're going to go there as a team. Whenever there's something that structures us, things that we have to be voted against, we'll be able to be there to go and change things. And I'm saying good luck to Mr. Motepe. Local fans probably have another thing on their minds with a South African taking charge of CAF for the first time, and that's Champions League and Confederations Cup coverage. Supersport's senior communications manager Clinton van der Berg was again asked why both CAF Champions League and Confederations Cups weren't available for coverage in South Africa. And he reiterated the fact that DSTV had lost the deal they had with previous rights owners Lagadir after CAF cancelled their agreement with the agency back in 2019 and now, almost two years later, the situation still hasn't been resolved. With Mutipe being owner of Sundowns and his own son set to take over as chairman at the club, it'll definitely be an issue which he'd be interested in resolving. Furthermore, in previous fan reaction shows, big interviews and car wash episodes with former Sundown stars Deco Mudise and Sean Roberts, we've discussed the needs to improve refereeing in local football, invest in youth development as well as the women's game, and specifically increase the prize money in our competitions, which is often outweighed by the cost to compete in those competitions on the continental level in the first place. These ideas have been the focus of Mutsipe 10-step plan to empower African football, which he revealed in his manifesto last month. In order, this is how he discussed the matters at hand. He said, invest in developing and growing football on the continent, build partnerships and sponsorships with potential partners. He also wants to improve efficiency and professionalism of CAF competitions and staff. He focused on the implementation and adherence to governance and auditing as to global best practices, invest in African football infrastructure, invest in youth and the future of African football, develop and grow women's football, protect the integrity and professionalize refereeing, as well as implement video assistant referee. That one is sure to raise some eyebrows. He also wants to address statutory reforms. This would initiate discussions and consultations within six months to identify reforms and changes that are essential to improving and strengthening the administrative, managerial, and operational efficiency of CAF. And lastly, he said he wants to focus on partnerships with FIFA and other continental governing bodies, which given that he will take over as FIFA vice president to Gianni Infantino, that will be seamless, especially given Infantino's conversations with other CAF officials and the names that I mentioned previously who will be in the CAF hierarchy and who are backing Patrice Mutipe. With all the controversy which has plagued African football for decades, we have to remember that the actual implementation of these ideas will be difficult, but with the support which Mutsipe has garnered across the continent over the past few months, as well as from
from the FIFA president himself, it does seem like he has the backing to tackle all of these concerns when he does take over. But we pass the question off to you. What do you think of Mutipe's imminent appointment? Are you hopeful that his fresh ideas will usher in a new era of African football? Or are you wary of some of the relics of the past who still remain at CAF who could potentially derail those ideas from within the organization? Either way, it's an exciting time to be a fan of the local and continental game. And if his success with Mamelodi Sundowns is anything to go by, then CAF have found the right man in Patrice Mutipe. That is all for the big issue for today. We'll be back same time, same place next week with more local and continental football coverage as the announcement plays out. I've been your host, Lou Paho, and thank you for tuning into the SL Podcast. Big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview.